Hello and welcome back after a three-week break to four therapists and a chit-chat. And we're all back together again. So as many of you will know, we took a bit of an extended break because um, lots of us had lots of things that we were doing and we just needed to have a little break away from this. Um, And I guess the biggest news we've got or that we hope we've got is from you, Amanda. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, yeah, we've we've all been really busy and all needed time, but um, yes, yeah, so I for me personally, I needed that space because I had the open day at my clinic in Onga, <laughs> um, called the Heart of Holistic Health, and um, Essex Bowing Clinic um, has um, a new clinic base there, which is lovely. And um, it's all been very exciting, very stressful and a range of emotions and thinking, will this ever happen? And it did. So, yes, it's um, it, it's been good. It's it's just been such um, where you take on a project don't you know, it's good, knowing it's going to be hard work. But actually, it's not until you start doing things that you think, oh, gosh, now there's this and there's that. Mm. And, um, yeah. Uh, yes it was just um probably double what I thought it was going to be but (laughs) but (laughs) my god only double (laughs) painting at five o'clock in the morning (laughs) I know it was I'm sure I'm sure the um the town of Onga thought I was absolutely nuts but you know hey I am so (laughs) it was was, I actually nearly went down in my nighty and painted So when you paint until 5am, did you actually go to bed or did you continue into the morning? No, I just, um, so I got down, yeah, I got, well, it was actually, I got up at 5, got there by 5.30 and was painting and then more painting and cleaning. And then I saw a couple of Bowen patients and then what else to do? Putting up pictures um, and uh, sweeping up outside. It was and then it was chasing up people. It was things like my signage. It took three attempts to get that right. They sent out the wrong colour on the logo. So I had to ring up and complain and say, no, it's not good enough. I'm not accepting it. And uh, that took three occasions. It was my, well, and everything happened on the last couple of days. So the the horrible telephone booths that were right outside they only got that well they were horrible and um looked, just really looked awful right outside the front door and the builders only managed to get those covered and concealed on the friday afternoon and my pictures went up and the furniture arrived um but it all came together and I have to say you know we did the um the podcast about competition or collaboration yes and it was do you know what I think the nice thing thing is all the small businesses in Onga were so supportive and so kind and they put out bits on social media the the man that did my logo on my towels he put out a social media post obviously promoting his towels but saying good luck to the heart of holistic health on Saturday um the card shop made me a nice card with good luck on 
and the florist opposite that was really good he popped over on friday afternoon and um introduced himself and happened to be the new um councillor for Ongar. And he managed to get the Epping Gazette uh, on on Saturday morning. So we had a, an official cutting of the ribbon. Oh, lovely. And, um, yeah, so it's all been a bit of a whirlwind. But I think it just, I suppose, to go to say that, you know, if you have a vision, if you have a dream, you just have to keep going, keep putting yourself up, dusting yourself down and saying, I can do it. I can do it. And you eventually get there. And yes. Well done. How has it been? I mean, it's, it's interesting because we've got obviously... We're ex- we've got extremes in this little group of ours here. We've got Millie, who is just kind of literally waiting for the postman to deliver his her certificate so she can finally crack on with her with her business. Me and Nikki are kind of somewhere in the middle. And then you're at this other extreme, Amanda. You've been practicing for such a long time and you've got this amazing clinic now. How have you kind of managed, because it's not just been something that happened overnight, how have you managed to balance your home with your current clients with getting the clinic ready with everything that's been going on I mean, how's it been <laughs> well all i can say probably am i allowed am i allowed to swear live all i can say oh, my, <laughs> house, my, my house has been a bit of a shithole really <laughs> 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 i haven't dusted in weeks um i think sometimes the fridge has been bare and uh, it's the gardens being well in fact my neighbors mowed my lawn and cut back my plants because the grass at the back was up to my knees (laughs) (laughs) it was a but you just have to push that all aside and it was so it has been really hard I mean I'm lucky that you know my children are older and it's only my middle son that's at home he's 26 so he's very self-sufficient and you know he would go out and get some food and but even he said oh I can't wait for this all to calm down and just to get back to normal because <laughs> yeah. it's really intensive isn't it whether you're I mean you know whether you're whether you're setting up a, a multidisciplinary clinic like you are Amanda or whether you're starting up a brand new business like new Nikki, sorry, Millie, or like us, Nikki, if we're really trying to kind of make that push to make our businesses work, it, it takes a lot of time and effort, doesn't it? Huge amount. Yeah. Huge amount. And I think something has to give. Mm. For me, it does. Anyway, you know, I can't be the all dancing, all singing, you know, keeping the house tidy and you know you you I just can't do it and no. I've learned that and yeah. one of the other things that I've learned is that I'm better if I put things into compartments this sounds yeah. a bit OCD-ish but no. if I think to myself right okay so today I'm going to concentrate on the house or I'm going to concentrate on my business or I'm going to whatever yeah I'm much more focused and I get more done than if I just dip in and out of oh I'll do a bit of bowing oh I'll now do a bit with the house or you yeah. know I'll do a bit of shopping I just yeah I yeah. think you just I mean hats off to you Amanda because God, I don't know how you've done it to be honest and run the practice it's yeah. not like you weren't practicing bowing either 
well, but I think I think you're you're really right. It's it's sometimes about making those sitting down and sitting down and sort of planning and thinking. Right, today is about this, or this morning is about this, or uh, you know, I mean, my diary, my diary's got notes all over it and arrows and this bit, just to try and keep to that framework um, because it is. I think when you dart from one thing to the other. It is, it's tough. It's, mm. but, uh, but like you said, I think it's, it's about thinking as well. We're only human. We can only do our best. And if things like, you know, if you are a therapist with a family, particularly probably if you've got a young family and you're juggling everything, you can only do your best. And, you know, if, if the house doesn't get dusted, well, okay, you know, I like to have a clean house. I'm not house proud, but you just have to let things go and, and just think it's for this moment in time and things will change. And, and, and I guess keep reviewing and looking and thinking, how can I make my time work better for me? Mm-hmm. What could I change? Instead of keep on doing what you keep on doing, I think it's a case of looking and thinking that worked well, but what else could I do um, that makes it a better time? Yeah, I think yeah. L- last year I had, um, I mean, I was in a, not a great place because I, I had let my business kind of take over my life. It was and especially during lockdown I was thinking like what can I do to make sure I've still got a business when all this is over and I Mm. realized that I'd let my business just really take over my life completely so so this year I have been really careful about compartmentalizing things and actually having days proper days off that are sacred days off um, you know they're, they're written in my diary every week and actually putting appointments in my diary and working out you know, when I can see people or if I can't, rather than thinking, oh, yes, I've, I know I've got to pick my son up from football, but I haven't got to put that in my diary. I put it in there now. And, yeah, all of that kind of thing, just making sure it's it's compartmentalised so I know where I'm going. And and if I know that, you know, I'm I, I'd, on one of my work days, I'd like to have another day off, I'll quite often write something in my diary on that day. So if anyone says, oh, have you got an appointment on Wednesday? I'll say, well, no, I've got, I've got something in that day. <laughs> and yeah. there's nothing. Uh-huh. There's just the word something. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. So I, I think it, you, you do have to be, like you said, you've got to let some things go. Sometimes, you know, the dusting doesn't get done and you have to go and buy a ready-made pizza from the supermarket because you haven't made dinner. You know, sometimes you have to do that. Um, but. And yeah, don't you, feel guilty yeah. or beat yourself up about it either. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, Millie, you were telling us that you've you've started to kind of have your your fixed days, um, so that you can start taking some of the pressure off yourself and focus on your business. Yeah, I've just literally so I've put two days at the minute, two days in my diary. So I because I wasn't getting anywhere. Mm. So I thought if I just mark out two days in my diary as my therapy days. Mm-hmm. So now I've got imaginary clients. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it's like, okay, I've got a client at nine o'clock. Da, da, da. So what I do when, obviously, I don't have clients because I'm waiting for my qualification. I'll just read some books or work on my business plan or try and put stuff together. Because you, you've got quite a lot of demands on you, haven't you? On yeah, your time. On family. So it's like I'm being pulled from pillar to post, pillar to post, because... I think they, and I, I'm sure once I get my qualification, they'll just think, oh, Amanda's, you know, working from home or da-da-da-da. She can still fit this in and do, you know, A, B, C. But I can't. 
and I've realized I'm not getting anywhere I'm just going in big circles and I'm not worried about my house and things it's just I'm doing everything for everybody else yeah but it's that hard especially when it's family to say no that I'm Mm. finding that really hard but if I've got those days as my therapy days Mm. and I get up in the morning I put my bow and polo shirt on so I've got my you know my kit on so I've, I've got in therapy mode then mm-hmm. but that's how I'm kind of doing it and do, do you find that um your job as a therapist is devalued you know people think oh you're you're only a therapist you know you work from home you're self-employed oh you know, yeah you, you must have time to do this you must be free to do this yeah somebody called me a tree hugger the other day <laughs> Like your job is just tree hugger and eating mushrooms or something to that and I was like what, what? I, yeah I'll have to send you the little I think I kept it and I just thought to myself is that what people think that holistic therapy is mm-hmm. they God. don't see it sometimes as a actual it's like a real business almost yeah. like a real business I think okay. yeah is that something that that people think you know you're self-employed and you know it's you if you're working from a treatment room at home and that yes it's almost like it's not a real business and it's like yeah. no it absolutely is and when you're yeah. self-employed you can't just take time off because you're not getting paid are you yeah so yeah. it's harder you have to yeah. you know um yeah and also you have commitments to your clients yeah yeah i yeah. can't just ring up somebody and say oh do you know do you mind if we may move your appointment it's just that somebody wants me to look after their dog i do find it a little not stressful it's just trying to figure out what kind of direction to go does that make sense or how yeah. to, or how to keep it at that okay, Wednesday, Thursday, because I've got this Wednesday, but already something's come up. Yeah. Camden has an appointment I have to take, and there's nowhere else where you can get there. So I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to mark that in as like my lunch hour. Yeah. Because if I don't do that, the rest of the afternoon will be gone, and I'll be like, well, I didn't do anything to do with, you know, reflexology, Bowen. Yeah. Even if it's just reading a book. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I had a similar dilemma today. I mean, it's... I had to go, it sounds not not similar, but I had to go and pick some tiles and having my bathrooms done next week. Ooh, so, ooh, bathroom. which, means, which means I'm losing a week's worth of money because the, the plumber's going to be here all week. So there's there's that kind of that thing. But I had to, I had to go and get these tiles because it's coming next week and we haven't picked any. So what I've done, because it's, it's eaten into my day off, my day that I have to, to work on my business stuff, on my admin, I've actually plonked that time in somewhere else. So I've added in a couple of extra hours. But I guess that's easy for me because I'm I'm working from home anyway. Not not so easy for you, Millie, because you're holding down another job as well, aren't you? Yeah. 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 It is um yeah. Maybe I should just like sleep and live in my car and <laughs> no one can find me. I'll just drive around when I get tired. <laughs> just move. Open just up my move. curtains on my windscreen. Good morning. <laughs> But it is, it's really hard to juggle those things. And I think that it's the lesson that I've certainly learned is that the only person who is responsible for me and my business is, is me. Yeah. And the only person I have to justify my appointment times to really is, 
is me. I don't have to justify them to anyone else. Occasionally to my family if I if I need to do something. But I think that's what I've learned that actually no one can can do this apart from me. And I, you know, I've got to take responsibility for it. Yeah. And I think as an, you know, when you're first starting out, you know, you're not you get like maybe one client, two clients a day, you know, then you might miss a day. So I think that's also maybe family, friends or whatever. Just see, oh, they're only working an hour a day or two yeah. hours. So yeah. you're, you're free the rest of the day or but then it's taken away from your business and. Well, it is. I mean, you know, me and you, Nikki, started our businesses later than 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 Amanda has done, and we've just we're both self-employed. But it does take a lot of effort, doesn't it, to to kind of get your business up and running? Because you've been having a big kind of revamp of your looks and logos and all that kind of stuff, and that takes time, doesn't it? Oh God, yeah, and loads of energy, actually. Yeah, you know, and but also for me. Because my business is still a fledgling business, yeah. I haven't been able to give up my day job. Yeah. Of course, you've, I keep forgetting that you're in the same boat as, as Millie, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I do find it, I have to think to myself, okay, this is what I'm doing today. Mm. Otherwise, I get, I'm very easily distracted. Mm. Mm. And um, so something that sounds a bit more exciting, and I have to say that I'm, I'm kind of done with my day job you know I, I I really want my business to take off yeah yeah but you know what that that will happen it's and I think like the stage you're at now is really having to dig in deep and really kind of know it's going to happen and and just keep thinking it will do it will do as Sarah mm. said like I'm in charge of what's going on you know to, to the majority of, uh, of things but but it will happen and there'll come a point where you're just your business really starts taking off your day job you you know you, your other job you 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 start to think right I've got to give this up or I've got to reduce the hours and and sometimes it is about taking that risk I mean you know mm. I remember at the beginning I was um, a learning support assistant in a senior school and I was working five days a week and you know like you guys are and, and, and building up my bowing and then I went in and asked to drop a day which they allowed me to do and I was work, working four days a week because my bowing was getting busier and then I was running around like a headless chicken juggling it all and I thought oh I need to drop another day um went in again and and spoke to um the lady you know in charge and said right you know it's not to go out and lunch with the ladies or whatever I need to make my life work I need to do another day of bowing um and can I reduce and I definitely won't don't want any more at this moment in time but three days would be fab and she um and she said no 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 you can't we 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 can't let you do that and I remember going home and opening a bottle of wine and drinking the whole bottle of wine writing my (laughs) writing my handing my letter of resignation while writing it um and going into school the next day and handing it in and then thinking oh my god what have I done what have I done and it was like jumping off uh you know a huge mountain but actually but because I had to and you'll be the same and then you think right I've just got to make this work and it does because Mm. all of a sudden you've got that space that time and it all just takes off 
yeah yeah i think i think you're right you do sometimes have to have that kind of you just have to take that leap don't you yeah because yeah i think there was a i remember because i was just in a position that i wanted to um i wanted more time and i knew that and i worked for a school funny enough i knew that i would kind of be pushing it to ask for to drop another yet another day so i just one day just thought you know what just hand your notice in do it there's, yeah. there's never a right time and you're right you kind of do have to go okay right well now I haven't got an income I am going to have to really up my game and start yeah. bringing more clients in and devoting devoting more time to my business but it is it's a hard decision to make especially when you have that safety net mm. of a regular yeah. income coming in isn't it yeah yeah definitely but I was I read um was uh reading um part of a book and um it's and it was talking about you know taking a risk and how everyone says to you oh it's a risk and what if it doesn't work and people always go to that side oh and what if it doesn't work and people never ever really say oh it's a risk but it could be a really good risk it could be really good and and i it's again that mindset isn't it thinking Uh yes if you don't take the risk you're never going to know if it's going to be really good that if it's a calculated risk and 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 you know and you're prepared to put the hard work in why shouldn't it work yeah exactly and Sometimes it's looking on that side of it and thinking, right, this could be really good. This is, you know, I need to do this. I need to take Mm -hmm. this calculated risk and I'm going to do it. How how important do you think, girls, that the that self-belief is? Absolutely. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah, I think you know you put up a post the other day about um, is it Vera? Oh yeah, <laughs> Vera. Oh, oh Vera! I tell you what, she's still then just bending my bloody ear. She's getting on my nerves. But go on, yeah, I put a post about Vera. <laughs> I think we've all got our own Veras, haven't we? Yeah, that yeah. Say, oh, you're mad. Just get a full time job. Give up this Boeing business. Yeah. You're wearing yourself out what you know what are you going to achieve from this yeah and then you just have to keep overriding that and believe yeah. in yourself and you know I do you know like Amanda I do look at you and I just think my god you're an incredible woman that you have you know for those of you that don't know what this clinic is this is not two rooms this is a building you know, this is a reception. This is, you know, treatment rooms. Train. It's a huge, huge clinic, and yeah, I just think I hold I, you up as my, you know, the, the person that I aspire to. No, but listen, that's you don't need to do that at all because I'm just you I, no, but I think it's your self belief that this will happen. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, but it's also about being really passionate about what you do. Yeah. And I just think, I you see all these people that are living lives and they're in pain. They can't move very well. You know, they've got you know either respiratory problems, gut problems, whatever. And I see them, and I just think, right, look, you don't need to live like this. And it's that that 
that need to go out and help and and just get people in and and help them treat them so that they are living these better lives and I think when you're and we are you you three are all really passionate as well and it's just Mm. that really believing you can do this why you know just keep working hard chipping away doing it and you're incredible therapists you're incredible people and you can do it you can why can't you why can't you you can yeah I suppose actually it's this whole thing isn't it you've you this is this is a culmination of how long have you been working in therapy now 13 years 15 years yeah 13 years years. it's the culmination of an amazing career and you are doing you know this is your dream isn't it and I guess that we are all I mean Millie's right at the very very beginning Nikki's Nikki's fledgling I'm kind of a little bit further on from that and you're you're 10 years well about five six seven years ahead of us so And, and 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 I was in your situation, yeah. you know, saying I was in school. So there's nothing special about me. It's oh, just no, no, my no. journey. I think, I think take credit where credit's due, Amanda. You, there is something special. You are amazing, and you are, you know, you've developed all these skills. But you have to take ownership of the fact that you, you there is something special about you. It's, it's, it's not that we can't have it too, but you know, you have got some incredible qualities. You are, you are very inspirational, and you know, it's, it is. You have to accept that. Wow. Oh, Definitely. I just think I'm bloody minded, and I'm so determined. <laughs> I want to do something. Well, yeah, I'm going to do it. Are. That's you know that's got you where you are isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. And I think... also there's a lot of like people living an instagram life yes yeah and yeah. that we can have it all and the reality is we can't no something has to give yeah 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 and Absolutely. you've got to make that you know whether your house isn't you know spotlessly clean and yeah. Maybe you eat omelette for a week because that's all you've got in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's also giving it time, isn't it? There is this sense of expectation. It's like oh, to be a successful therapist, you have to be this, and actually, no. It, you, to be a successful therapist, you have to just achieve those little things, like you know, you've got your business cards, you've got your first client. They're the things that yeah. kind of they're yeah. the ones you start off with, and and being kind of in in Amanda's situation is something that. You, that's a time thing that's not something that you would have created when you first started would it be Amanda no absolutely no. not you know not at all I mean gosh you know I spent I had my treatment room at home and uh which was great and then I you know rented um a therapy room in, in a gym um in another clinic uh, and it's all that experience that you gain yeah. and gain that then gives you that that right I can do this right and I want to do it and I just think if you're really determined you'll find ways around it and you know the mentor I had you know he questioned me at the beginning and said well you know how's this going to work and you know in COVID and you're mad and you know all the risks and when I put the phone down to him I was so cross thinking no this is absolutely the right time and I can do this and I rang him up the next day and told him and then at the end he just said to me 
that's all I needed to hear from you, Amanda, because I, knew, <laughs> because I, knew you were I was like, I didn't sleep last night because I was in bed. <laughs> I am, and you're not going to stop me from doing it because you're telling me. And he just laughed and went, that's all I needed to hear. And I know now that you are going to do it. I was just, so it's just, I think sometimes the path is not always straight ahead and sometimes have to weave and come off it for, you might choose to do that. You know, the universe might do that to you, but just keep going and you will get there. I always tell Imogen, my daughter, I always tell her, if you don't jump, you'll never learn to fly. So I say, just, you know, jump and go. Because else you're just going to waste time wondering, aren't you? Could have done that, should have. And don't listen to what other people tell you. Because I've had that. I say, I'm going to do something. Oh, what? Do you really think you can do that? Or, you know, they start questioning you, then you question yourself. Yeah, I think I I I I read this. I think I've mentioned this book before, but there's a um, a really good good author called Tom Hodgkinson, and he's written several books. And one of them is called How to Be Free. And one of the one of the chapters that he that's in this book is called What's the Worst That Can Happen? And, you know, it's it's looking at things that you you're going to happen to you that you're worried about and going, well, well, what actually is the worst that can happen to you? And looking at that worst case scenario and realizing, well, if that is the worst case scenario, that's okay, actually. I can deal with that. I can bear that. So really, I've got nothing to lose by trying. And it all works out in the end, doesn't it? Yeah. And I think that's so true because I remember when I gave, you know, I went in and handed in my notice and, you know, jumped off the cliff and, and, you know, you were saying it's having that basic, you know, money coming in if you, you know, if you have got a proper job, so to speak. But I then thought, well, you know what, I can go, I can, you know, do an ironing service, I can clean people's houses, Mm. I can, Mm. you know, um, the little village store were are always looking for people and I thought no I can do stuff just to fill in and yeah. um, it, it, it it's just that again trying to think you know I can do this yeah, uh, I can do it. yeah yeah it's kind of remove removing those like you said it's removing yeah. those barriers because actually yeah. what is the worst that can happen yes. you might have to go and get a little part-time job somewhere else so that shouldn't stop you from going out and kind of growing your business to, yeah. to however you want to grow it oh. yes yeah. yeah definitely definitely and what do you think Nikki has been the hardest thing you've had to deal with becoming a self-employed therapist um well I think I've spoken about this before for me the hardest thing I, I found was loneliness yes yeah um that I had come from an office environment and so I was used to like bouncing ideas of people and chatting. And yes, obviously you chat to your clients. Yeah. But um, not in the same way you would a colleague. No. Mm. no. And um, that I found really hard. Yeah. Yeah. And, and how, how about you? How about you, Millie? I know you've kind of only just started your journey, but, but there, is, there are difficulties and struggles in starting your business up. What, what do you think has been the hardest thing for you? Um... I honestly think it's not knowing how to start it. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, like yeah, you yeah. qualify and then you suddenly got this qualification and you're like, well, now what do I do? Yeah. So yeah. like Sarah, your business um, course, 
you know, we're not taught any of that in college yeah. at all. So you're literally out on your own. And then you're like, okay, do I know any other therapists around? Mm. Or is there anyone I can ask? Because sometimes you, mm. I struggle asking for help. I don't yeah. know what people do, but it's literally like, what do I do? How do I yeah. put it all together? It's yeah. all that. Yeah. yeah. And what, what about you, Amanda? What's been your biggest kind of struggle being a therapist, do you think, setting up your own business? Um, well, kind of people saying they're going to do something um, and a time scale, and then it doesn't happen just, <laughs> just oh with, the, with the clinic and and, uh, and thinking, right, you know, someone's coming to fit your, your, um, your Wi-Fi, your internet, and, you know, a certain provider cancelled four times their appointment. And uh, oh. that was all stressful because it was stuff like that that was out of my control and yeah. believing in yourself and I'm trying to find ways around it. <laughs> there are times it is really frustrating and um uh, so I think that's that's probably for me just recently that's been yeah really difficult yeah yeah, yeah I mean I, th- I think I'm, I'm kind of I agree with um everyone really but with, with Nikki and, and, and Millie in particular that kind of loneliness and also that god what what do i do how how oh. do I create this therapy business because all I see on social media is people with therapy businesses doing really well yeah yeah but I think your your book Sarah is a really good one to read because that just is so um it's very easy to follow but you've got great pointers you get people to you know write things down and as you go along and it's um you know Millie it's like you said if you can just reach out and say to people you know I need some help and I'm not sure about this and don't be afraid to do that then it's that you know if you can do that and then to actually look for help and do something like reading you know your book or your social media courses then there you know there are ways out there to help you it's just it's just trying to say to yourself oh my god I really I'm really stuck I don't know where to go and just and trying to remember that you're not on your own that other that although everything might look whoopie do on social media every you're no different to anyone else yeah. and other people will be going through the yeah. same thing yeah yeah, yeah. and it's, yeah. it's like you did Nikki isn't it you you really made an effort to reach out to other therapists when when you first started and although it wasn't successful with some therapists it was <laughs> with others and you formed some really strong connections yeah definitely yeah and you know you know and and be open with them and say yeah. i love that idea can i pinch it yeah oh, God, absolutely <laughs> absolutely and yeah. you know i've never had anybody say no yeah yeah as long as you ask it's fine isn't it yeah 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 because yeah. actually everyone knows that everyone's in the same boat so yeah, yeah people, people are usually on the whole more than happy to help you out and offer advice aren't they Yes. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So. Yeah, you're not going to yeah. believe this, but we're we've come, <laughs> we've run out of time. Have we? <laughs> yeah, oh, we could still keep talking. I know, I know. That's what next week is for. Yeah. Um, but 
Amanda, you've got a little request to put out to somebody, haven't you, about a phone call you received? Yes, I do. I feel really awful. So I had um, a phone call. Somebody left me a voice message about 10, 14 days ago. um, And it was um, about our podcast about um, mentors, mentoring, um, and asking if I could call them back. And I feel so awful. But because of everything going on with my clinic, I didn't get round the message so I saved I listened to it and saved it and then I didn't get back to actually taking the number and calling that person back and the message deletes after seven days so if whoever left a message for me Amanda McGregor please give me a call back and I'm more than happy to call you back and chat and help you um, and my mobile number is um, 07909 005446. So please call and a massive apology that I didn't get to call you back. Great, thank you. And um, well, I think that's it then. Uh, next week we're going to talk about money, money, money. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the things that therapists often struggle with, and I, and I know because I, I, I felt this way, was you know money, making it not making enough, making too much, not charging enough, charging too much, the whole kind of horribleness about money and holistic therapies and how can we possibly charge for what we do or make money out of what we do because we're holistic therapists, don't you know? Um, so, so that's next week's topic. So if anyone's got any questions, then please, or, or, or things they want to share with us, please pop them um, over to us either by calling Amanda, because you, you've all got her number now. Just call me! <laughs> or by emailing any of us, or DMing, or PMing, or whatevering on all the various social media networks. So, um, yes, we look forward to hearing from you all. And, uh, girls, I guess I'll see you all next week. Yeah, see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.